I have to pee, so I think I'm just gonna hold it. And so if you see me dancing, that's what we're doing. Not dancing like the tournament dancing. Oh, look at that! I tied it into current events. <laughs> Dumb. Okay, let's talk about your uh, your fat ass first of all. Let's throw, uh, Muggles is on his way, but yeah, he'll he'll be in a sec. But I want you guys to guess, like to guess what. <sighs> well, you obviously lost weight. So what was your uh, the weight you started at? The weight I started at was two hundred and forty three pounds. Two forty three. Okay, two forty three yeah. pounds. Males tend to lose a lot of weight. And how long was the program? Two months. Two, exactly wow, two, months, two, okay, months. two months. Two months. To the uh, day, a day before. Yeah. And you would post a lot of your workouts, and you were pretty. Uh, but your workouts consisted of a lot of resistance training as well. So you did it, it tag, was, you put, it, put on some muscle weight. It too. was circuit. Yeah, it was circuit training okay. where I did a lot. Two days, I think, were conditioning, and one day was strength. Okay. Ooh, you're doing I'm gonna, equation. I'm, right I'm now. gonna guess you lost fifteen pounds. Okay. We're just doing weight. We're not doing like body mass or anything like because there's no way I could figure that out. No, no. Okay. No. But that's a okay, cool. I'm guessing I'm guessing I'm guessing you and this is based on nothing. I don't know uh, how how fast no. it takes to uh, put on muscle. I'm guessing you probably lost like 20 pounds of fat, but then you gained like 5 pounds of muscle. Is my guess. Ooh. That's my guess. That I don't have an answer for. Okay. But okay. I do have percentages and stuff like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um so after 2 months of working out, mm-hmm. I lost 14 pounds. Oh! 14 pounds. Okay. I lost 3% body fat. Okay. And I gained 3% muscle. Oh, okay. Would that translate into weight and stuff like that? I don't know. Like mm. how much weight I lost from the body fat to and to So muscle. I was almost dead on. You were almost <laughs> dead on. Crazy. Yeah. Um, but it was crazy, dude. Like when I hopped on, I was like, whoa. Yeah. I was like, that's crazy because I weighed in my I weighed myself, I checked in yeah. and, and two weeks ago, uh I was only down five pounds. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's that's strange. So then I, I was like, oh man, that sucks. So it kind of like because then I when I first weighed myself, I think like a month ago, mm-hmm. I was down seven pounds. Yeah. Well, you know, your so, your so weight yeah, yeah. can fluctuate. I mean, as crazy as it, as it sounds, it could fluctuate by ten pounds. You know, yeah. especially uh, uh, what you're eating the, that that week of. If you're drinking tons of water and just yeah. coffee, then you're 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 gonna shed those pounds because uh, you're not. If you're especially if you're eating well, because salt. Salt, oh, yeah. man, will make you just, retain water like crazy. And, yeah, yeah you, they, there's a lot but of water they there. instructed us, they're like, drink a lot of water because yeah. in that machine, you, you've seen that machine, right, where you hold it and you put your arms down and it, it measures all your BMI. Mm-mm. Oh, you've never done that? No. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, let's try it. Um, Speaking yeah. of dropping weight, guys, I was just dropping weight in the toilet. That's why I'm late. <laughs> That's why you're late. <laughs> oh, Thanks for letting God. us know some mugs. Any, Any picks? Yeah. You know what? No, well, these are the automatic flushers, so you, uh, once you get up to take whoa. a picture, it's gone. It's like magic. Wow, <laughs> these are also K-Rock's automatic flushers, so you look at it for a while, and you're like, nah. And by the way, by the way, <laughs> they are so powerful, you literally have to back up about five feet. because it sucks your butthole? No, you- well, no, you don't want poo water splattering on you. Yeah, there's a bunch of poo water, and oh, it that's, sprays it's, everywhere. Yeah, it's hell nasty it's for not sure. good. Yeah. I get what they're trying to do because they want they the want deuce down, to go down. Yeah, but, but but come on. I mean, uh, with the poo cloud that you're creating, <laughs> dude, is immense. It's insane. Yeah, totally. They need to fix that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or yeah. at least put a lid on there. You know what I mean? Something. something. Yeah, something, something. Mugs, guess how much I lost. You were out. Real quick. <clears throat> and we'll wrap this up. How many months? Two. Ten pounds. Good guess. Fourteen. Wow. Fourteen. I guess fifteen. Or what'd you lose last March fatness? Eight. Okay. Yeah. I lost like six, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
That was boring. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, well, uh, <laughs> do you feel be- do you feel healthier? Do you feel better? I do, I do, man. Are you going to continue? Hell or are you yeah, gonna- Coachella Bond. Or are you going to Coachella you know, Bond? <laughs> you know, so I started at two forty three. Now I'm two twenty nine, which is like the first time I've been under two thirty in a long time. Mm-hmm. So now I got I got thirty more to go. Oh, you want to get down to like two hundred? Two hundred, yeah. Yeah. And two hundred, I could start being fat again. That's good. You could do it, but you're yeah. not gonna, you know, party down tonight. You're not gonna just drink all the beer that's there because we're gonna no. hang out at the oh, Hollywood I, Park I, Casino. Uh, no, I think I'm giving up beer. What? Yeah. Oh, beer doesn't do man. any good for you. All it does is make you pee and make you feel bloated. So no, I, but you see, and you give you a hangover. Yeah, but you're and drink, give you a hangover. But you're drinking beer, so you don't drink beer for the taste. You drink beer. For the buzz. Well, I like, see, the, cause, I cause, like the taste. You see, because I drink d- different beers and stuff because I enjoy the beer. There's yeah, a difference you between- you like craft beer, right? Right, yeah, yeah exactly. And alcohol so. doesn't give you a hangover. I mean- uh, yeah, does it? Dude, for some reason, uh, man, I've been drinking, dude. I've been drinking, uh, and I want to get to your hangover, by the way, right after we uh, wrap, up, oh, wrap, this, wrap this up. For some oh. reason, man, uh, lately, I don't know if it's because I, You're I, an I, alcoholic, do cardi- dude. I do cardio on a regular basis, but I could, you know, like consistently drink, and then I wake up fine. It's I don't know. Is that a problem? No. Not like, at all. It is not. What, it is not. What, what does that say about me? It means you're hydrated. Is that? Oh, That's what it is. I bet you drink a lot of water. I drink a lot of water. Uh, boom. I drink that's, a ton of water every that's morning. That's all that means. And you're not drinking enough, like, honestly. Like, when you say, I, I go out and drink and I don't wake up hungover, how much are you drinking? Uh, probably anywhere between four to six beers. Four to oh, six beers. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah. Four to, yeah. I'm not, I never, like, my, my days of going out for a purpose of getting tanked yeah. are over, you know? Yeah, I, like, I, you like know. you're not stumbling over. And no, walking. no. Like, yeah. And, I learned, I learned, sorry, Dave, I learned that the human body is not truly hydrated until your colon is hydrated. That's like one of the last. How do, you, how do I check? How that? do you check that? Yeah, I don't can know. you check mine, please? <laughs> is that when you poo water? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's like a water fountain. I had a firefighter tell me that he's like, you're not truly hydrated until it gets to your colon. Oh, maybe he wanted to check yeah, his fire hose. Well, we all know. Checking. We all know about mugs in his colon. Ain't no one touching that. You know? Not even doctors. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Hell he's nah. gonna die of prostate cancer before anybody checks that thing. Maybe a little tickle. <laughs> let, him, <laughs> let him check it, mugs. Uh, tickle. Yeah, but no, dude. That's why you're not okay. getting hungover because right, you're right, you're so you know, hydrated. Like, thanks. I'm gonna take that and say, yeah, I'm not an alcoholic because I stay hydrated. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of an alcoholic, oh. uh, you were at the Flogging Molly show and the, the Briggs played, face to face played, and it was like a whole St. Patrick's Day last Sunday, right, Mugs? I was there from noon till midnight. Oh, Jesus. 12 hours. It was Why? a great time the whole time. Well, so I, I had to get there at noon because I hosted the pre-party, which was 12 to 6 in the Palladium parking lot. Oh. Like you said, the Briggs played. They had Irish dancers. Um, they had members of Flogging Molly play like a DJ set, and they had their accordion and guitar what? Like, solo sets. Yeah. Wow. And, that sounds awesome. And it, I, looked, it looked packed. I had a ru- yeah, it was packed. I had a rule that right when I got there, I wasn't going to do any hard alcohol. In, in our little uh, backstage area, they had set up uh there was like three gigantic bottles of jameson pretty good rule because you're going to be partying all day right. for sure you don't want to go to a hard alcohol right. i would stick with a like a for me i like uh, the coors light when i'm doing like an all-day drinking thing yeah because i mean you need like 10 bud lights wrong. or, or coors wrong. Light to that's get a buzz. wrong you go hard oh, no. first the first no. couple of hours and then you mellow out you oh, chill sure. out because you're you making good decisions water. after those and then you keep drinking water <laughs> and you know i had a host there's certain points of the event that i had to okay. get up on the mic and host okay. so i didn't want to get too makes up. sense so what happened uh, let's try not to cuss on this episode because i want to chop it up fast 
to get it up. <laughs> so, so thank you. <laughs> so I waited until about four thirty. I was like, all right, I'm not gonna have hard alcohol until four thirty. Well, by the time I waited, everybody had flooded the backstage area, and all the Jameson was gone. So ah, I had bummer. not even a chance okay. to get the hard alcohol. So I ramped it up from about six to seven. Uh, face to face went on at seven thirty. So by eight o'clock, I was smashed. Ugh, like okay. I was smashed. And Time I, to call that Uber and, and go home. I was I was one of the dudes like after the show's over, like they're sweeping up the palladium floor. Yeah. I'm just still standing there like uh, What? All right. Time to go. What time is this? This was midnight. Midnight. Yeah, because the Palladium has a curfew at like eleven. Oh, okay. So okay, the bands okay. have to be off at like by eleven. So wow. I stayed until like an hour after and I just I I Ubered. Oh man! Yeah, it was a long day. It was the yeah, longest. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, it was the longest. I've never seen you that hungover, in Muggs. In fact, I was very hungover, Mark. In fact, I called the Alpha line, and you did? I did. But here's the thing. Yeah, they... it was so. What I was saying was so inaudible. I mean, you couldn't. It wasn't even. It was so bad. It wasn't even funny. It was just like, how come I didn't hear it? Because I deleted it. Oh, you deleted it? Oh, yeah. Come on, no, Mike. Wait, what was I? I called uh, the Afro line on my way <laughs> in the funny. Uber on the way home from the. But and then I and then I got in early because I was gonna pull it and give it to Bean. Yeah. And like, here, Bean, play this the first first thing you know show open. But it was like I like I said. Are you sure you didn't delete it because of uh, shame? No, I, no. I, you know me. I like to put myself out yeah, there. Yeah, but there's also no. But there's also like you know, like oh man, no, I, I sound like a moron. It was just it was like almost bad audio quality. Okay, okay, so I, I understand why, that. So we'll never get to hear how I sounded oh, after man. the flogging Molly event. No, but it was a great St. Patty's Day. Uh, thank cool. you to everybody who came out. A lot of Kevin and Bean fans and B Team fans and listeners. B holes. A lot yeah. of B holes. Nice. Oh, yeah, got a lot of B holes. That. That's right. B holes won, right? It destroyed. <laughs> what, what was it the percentage? Destroyed. Of course it did. Uh, give me a sec. You guys ever leave your house without your phone? Shut up. Yes. Uh, uh, no. I did. It, it, I did this annoying. morning. It's really? right. I feel naked. Oh, so, man. So it's feel weird. So, dude, I left it up for five days. <laughs> I know we we're going to record uh, either yesterday or today. Okay. B-Holes was 82%. Right. Yep. B-Teamers was 18%. All right. I didn't even put mug suggestion because it was dumb. What was <laughs> but, uh, my suggestion? A bee's, bee's knees or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was stupid. I did, yeah. I did see something on social media. Man, I got to do a better job of recap. I, I have so much stuff going on. I need to do a better job of uh uh, kind of screen capping these people on social media because our b-holes the b-holes are very funny they are because there was a girl that says oh we don't want to be called the b-holes we'll be the b-hoes yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's funny that's funny but wow I those do. are the female the female yeah, fans i don't want to refer to them as b-hoes that makes me uncomfortable yeah. oh just b-holes b-holes hey i'm yeah. fine with the b-hole dude very comfortable with the b-hole no, omar <laughs> is right our b-holes are tight they're Absolutely. tight bunch of people. Absolutely. They are. Except Simba. He's a <laughs> Dude, are you? Uh, all right. <laughs> Don't mock him tonight, Dave. All right, let's get into He's it. He's not going to be there. Come along now. Take a ride with the BT. Let's get together and take a look behind the scenes. Talking about, talking about Kevin and Bean. Come on, let's start the show. Everybody grab your Vaseline. The B-Team. Yeah. The B-Team. The B Team. Oh, that's right. The B Team. Baby! That's right. This is the B Team Podcast. This is episode 67, if you're keeping count. Ooh. Good number. My name is DJ Omar Khan, Imaging Director of the Kevin and Bean Show. Alongside me, we have Dave, the King of Mexico, Executive Producer of the Kevin and Bean Show, Hi. and Muggos. Muggos! In the house. Dude, I have a question about that. I've had a lot of requests. Uh huh. 
to come out with another Muggos track. But my question is, is that chip sailed? I mean, no, no. no. And I'll tell you why. Oh, wow. Because, <laughs> because they're funny. Yeah. And, and, and you should, no, you should, you should periodically, if something tickles your fancy, just do a track about whatever. I got it. Yeah. I got it. It's, it's basketball college bracket season or whatever the hell we could say. Mm-hmm. So just do a song about that? No, do a song about gambling and how it affected your life. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. And that way we could use it on air. As yeah. muggos, as, as muggos, as muggos. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know, because that really, you know, yeah. is, is you can it's speak close from to the your heart. heart. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's pretty. By good. By the way, that's All a right. good uh, beer mug thingy too. Uh, what, what did we call it? The when you go out to the bar. Oh, cheers with beer mug. Yeah. Has gambling affected your life? How has gambling affected, or a way gambling has affected no. your life? By you know, the those way. degenerates have stories. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I want like, has anyone ever really got visited by Guido or not Guido, Vito or Oh, what's your what's, what's your, your what's your, yeah, guy's what's your name? name? Uh, Vinny Knuckles. Vinny Knuckles. <laughs> has anyone ever really been visited by Vinny, Vinny Knuckles, Knuckles and then had to go to work with a black eye or or like a oh, the, broken finger or those something? Those stories would be great. I know. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. I, I come up with great ideas those in are here. Funny. But no, the the answer to your question is yes, yes muggos. Muggos. Okay. muggos all the time. We okay. love the muggos and you're 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 good at it. If they weren't great then we'd be like, eh, whatever. But they're great. Yeah. They're great. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, do do, Martin, do your method. You know, get high and you know, do whatever you right, want, man. Right, right, right. And right, then yeah. Martin will write a diss track about Muggos. Yeah, and it'll be awesome. It'd be awesome, dude. Be <laughs> and cool. then I'll destroy Martin again. It'll be great. I love it. I love it. Okay, oh, uh, on this B Team episode, we we're actually going to check some emails. We haven't done that in a long time. Uh, we have a couple of so that happens, and uh, I'm nice. re- we have a. A segment that we featured a couple of episodes ago that I got good reaction to. It's called Must See TV, and I found another Must See TV, oh, nice. a show that came out on Netflix uh, towards the end of December of last year. And it's it's I I fell in love with the show, and uh, I was introduced to a new female comedian who is one of my favorites now. And we're also gonna go um, back in a day in the 1990s and play a Kevin and Bean bit where they interviewed Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. And at one point in the interview, Richard Simmons lays down in the middle of the street. Hoping for a car to run him over. Oh, it's Richard. spectacular. Is that the end when he's talking to Ke- or he was talking to Kevin and Bean? Because he's like, I can't deal with these guys anymore. Something, something like that, <laughs> something like that. But it, but but it's good. We're gonna get to your afros, and uh, we're also gonna uh, do a new uh, Bean bit on the B team because you know um, he is leaving. So we're gonna do kind of. Uh, Every B team episode will do a best of Bean. Is oh, is is the theme song Bye Bye Bean? Do, 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 do. No, bye, the, bye, the, bye, this bean. is the theme. If you want to hear it now, Bean. Nice. So that'll be it. But uh, all right, let's get into some uh, inbox. And man, we haven't heard this in a long time, huh? Love it. That's crazy. Okay, so um. Loyal beehole here. You and Dave are arguing about two kinds of rice. You are giving the water rice ratio to regular <laughs> cooking rice, and Dave is giving it for instant rice. That's from Vince. You know, I think he's right. I, but I don't use instant. Well, how you do know you what? know? It's you know all what? prepackaged. It's true. It's all prepackaged. That stuff. is true. So now I'm guessing from, he's right. From Blue Apron. Yeah. So I'm guessing he's right. All right. Well, right. hey, so, we're both right. Yeah. Yay, so, us. So uh, we got down uh, to the bottom of that. Um, this one reads, great show, great synergy, we'll miss Bean. At one point before the Ebola guy, he's talking about the drop break, where we uh, had listeners call in and basically request their favorite sound bites, and Kevin Bean played them on the air. Bean couldn't 
find a drop with Mike Catherwood doing a gay voice. Do you know what he was referring to? Yes. It sounds like there were certain drops you had to get rid of. Do you know which ones they are? And that's from Daniel. Yes, Daniel. Daniel, that was from when Brokeback Mountain came out. Yep. And uh, Mike did a little parody of this one of the scenes in the movie where he was playing Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger. And he was. Oh, yeah. oh yes, Heath Ledger. Oh, oh, yes. It's like a big sausage. Oh, yes. That's right, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> it is. It's a species spicy sausage. How do you like that? Oh, yes. <laughs> Did you do uh, any effects to Mike's voice, or is that all him? Um, You know, I don't remember. Because it sounds. Oh, I, I can't even do that. I don't remember. That was from a longer piece. Okay. Uh, that, yeah, but we, yeah, it was from Brokeback uh, Island. No, it wasn't from Brokeback no, Island. No, no, because Brokeback was Island else. was Kevin it and Bean. It was Kevin and Bean yeah. having a, a gay romance together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know what? Do things change over time? Yes, yes, absolutely. You know, the show is constantly evolving, and it has to kind of change along with the, um, the, you time, know, the, the social climate. Right, the social climate. And uh, that just uh, wouldn't work nowadays. You and know? that's so, also why you don't hear the bell. You don't hear the bell. You don't hear a lot of gay drops anymore. Yeah. There was a a, a time <laughs> where uh, I forget the name, the actor's name from The Sopranos, yeah. the lead guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, James Gandolfini. James Gandolfini. I don't. I don't have it. No, can I do it? Oh, live? Absolutely. Okay. So this, Why? I'm not kidding, guys. No, I don't want. I'm gonna have to bleep it. Should I bleep it? Yeah, I'm yes, gonna have to yes, bleep, bleep it. Yeah, but I'm gonna yeah. do it. Um, but he'll do it. Uh, this would, I mean, get played no less than maybe 20 times a week <laughs> back in the day, and this is a little bit of what it sounds like. He's a f- <laughs> Yeah. So I unfortunately had to bleep. Not bleep unfortunately, it, but, but you know, it's. I don't know, dude. dude I mean, I mean, here it is. Here, I mean, here's my whole point. It's and, the most offensive word to yeah a gay person. Now, back in the day as well, everything you I mean, even in high school when I was in high school, if you didn't like something, oh, that was gay. That, yeah. Like That's that was just thing. in the vocabulary. It was just how we used and things. If, like, yeah. yeah, and if you actually, I was watching uh, Eight Mile for some reason that was on Cinemax, and you should hear how many times in the movie they used the F word. Yeah, not, wow, not yeah, well, yeah, because yeah. Eminem wasn't a homophobe, right? Isn't a homophobe, right. You know, like come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. But it's it's changed. Yeah, I so, missed that drop though. So yeah, so I mean, uh, you know, we we can't play it. Uh, you know, my whole problem with it is that the drop was used for comedy effect right i mean at what point are we gonna stop censoring people do you know what i mean comedians well, should be able to get up on stage yeah. and say whatever the hell they want you and know they, for me and they do uh, not they, anymore they dude. Do. No, yeah. no 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 it's, no, no. it's when you're on it's, tv it, 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 it's when you're on yeah dude you go to a com- you go to the comedy store you go to the laugh factory you'll see that yeah, some of it, but the big name comedians who have something to lose aren't doing that stuff anymore. They have tapered their acts for sure. Mm. There's a whole thing about it. Like people saying that this is the era of comedy now is so stifled by the politically correctness of, which is, of society. Which is crazy because the term politically correct, we're, we're the most impolitically correct, incorrect person in the White House right now. Yeah. That, like, if yeah, that makes any sure. sense. No, it, it does make sense. He he does what he wants and stuff, and, uh, you know, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not political one way or the other, but that dude is just, he he walks to his own drumbeat, you and know what I mean? he says whatever he wants, so yeah. why do we have to say, why, why do we have to censor ourselves? Because it takes one person to complain, and if you work for a gig, big company, or if you have a lot of money, they will sue you. You know, I'm going to sue the you White know? House. And a lot of <laughs> and a lot of people just don't want to go through that hassle. It's also post-Janet Jackson. 
you know, I mean, that had a lot to do to do with everything, I, I think. And, uh, you know, uh, I think in certain areas, yeah, we're moving in the, in the right direction. But in, in, in comedy, I just think, ah, man, I don't know. I mean, the f- drop is uh, definitely, you know, one that should be pulled. It is offensive. Message. Right. So there you go. Yeah, Daniel. that's a little, right? little social commentary from the B team right there. Uh, <laughs> this next one is, this is probably the millionth time you've gotten this, but anyways, the drop you guys were talking about in last episode where you're talking about the crazies is from a Bobcat Goldthwait movie called God Bless America. Oh. oh. Yeah. There were the other clips used from that movie, too. I guess I used other uh, other drops for some jingles, but that's from Raymond R. And, uh, yeah, so that uh, was the clip. And uh, let me play it for you guys again, just so you guys know what I'm talking about. It's my favorite part of the show when they have the crazies on. <laughs> I know. I feel so guilty for laughing, but it is so funny. <laughs> So I forgot who requested and who was obsessed with that uh, drop. But that's yeah, Seth Green, right? That's your uh, answer. Um, that sounded like Seth Green. It's uh, somebody somebody else. I don't know who. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, this next one reads, hey, guys. Thank you, guys. Uh, this uh, this email's from, like, uh, August of uh, 2018, by the way. It <laughs> uh, says, hi, guys. Thank you so much for playing the Lisa May QVC Christmas gift bit a few weeks ago. It's one of my all-time favorite segments from Kevin Bean. I just listened to it for the 10th time. I used to have a Christmas CD, the Kevin Bean Christmas ones, that had a bit on it, but I misplaced it. I actually have two questions about that. Number one, why were they chanting asshat or something like that at the end of the bit? Asshat. You guys don't remember that? Man, you guys are slow. At the end of the Lisa May bit, when uh, when when the girl on the phone and Lisa, you know, uh, they, yeah, they the duped Kevin and Bean, yeah. they're all asshat, asshat. Don't you remember asshat being a thing was on the, the Kevin code, and Bean show? Was that the code word? No, no, no. Asshat was just a no, like, it was this, a like, word, a, like yeah. a diss kind of thing yeah. or whatever. It, it had its it had its uh, moments in history for a, for a short time. So that's basically they were just kind of calling Kevin and Bean asshats, kind of like you know you're an a hole kind of thing. Gotcha. That's all that that kind of kind of meant. Uh, number two, any chance old Kevin and Bean Christmas CDs will ever be available to stream or download maybe on Radio.com app? And that is from Andrew S. The answer is no, because the rights of the music, it's just too insane nowadays. So initially, they would have to get that cleared to put it on Spotify, put it on all streaming services. But now, since it's already on CD, it's done, and that was it. Just go to, uh, just go to any Goodwill, and you'll find them. Just any goodwill? Yeah, <laughs> anyone. Anyone. They're, they're, they're always there. They're going to have them? Yeah, they'll have cassettes. They'll have everything. <laughs> Especially, you'll never find Black Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Ever. Yeah, go uh, to DJ Go to DJ DJOmarCon.com. No, it's not up there. Stop saying that because people are bugging me for it. It's not up there. Uh, what's up, B-Team? Uh, I recorded my Sam call. I can't really understand his jokes, but I pretended they were funny. Sorry for the long clip, but I hope it's a little entertaining. That's from Francisco. Oh, yeah. So he sent me the audio, and uh, it, it was a lot of audio, but I'm just going <laughs> to li- play you a little highlight. And this is a the Armenian comedian trying to have a conversation with Francisco, and Francisco is clearly clowning on him. Yeah. But as always, Sam does not get it. How you doing? Hey, what's up? All right. Sam. You want to hear a joke, huh? Absolutely, bro. Hey, Donald Trump is going to put Putin in the tower and put a sex change operation like Kardashian stepfather's time. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's a good one, Sam. Hey, are you getting high today? Hey, 
guess what? I have a recipe for you. All right, go ahead. Shoot. You smoke marijuana, right? Not really, but go ahead. Yeah, when you take the last top yeah, yeah. and sniff it the rest, a little bit, little bit. Sniff it? Smell it from your both nozzle, you know? Oh, yeah, I get it, yeah. And you get it. And then you get the other side of the uh, brain touching highness. <laughs> <laughs> and the call goes on for another good 10 minutes. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so you guys could call Sam. Uh, I forget his phone number, but I'm sure you guys have we'll it from, right a previous, uh, we'll call him right from a previous right episode. We don't have time for Sam right now. Damn. Next thing up on the agenda, we have a So That Happened. Yeah. So that, so that, so that happened. So that, so that, so that happened. How did that really go down? We're going to break it all down. We hope to enlighten. So so that happened. Yeah, so uh, I have two So That Happens. One happened last week and one happened this week. And Ooh. one of them was uh, a pleasant surprise. And the other one, I don't think, and was a pleasant surprise for Jensen. Because Jensen um, has been working full-time since... Uh, when did he get full-time, Dave? Was it uh, January or... October? Oh, since oh, since October. Okay, yeah. so it hasn't been even a year. And he's already cussed on the air once. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I just found this so funny. And basically what's happening here is that they're speaking uh, between uh, Sherry Appleby and Bean and uh, Chip's probably trying to wave wave her arm saying, we're going live, we're going live, and they're just still speaking. And Chip just has to turn on the mics because the song is fading, and this is what happens. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Oh, all right. Oh, that was on Drop the air. That. Thank you, Jensen. Drop that. <laughs> so, so Jensen's there saying, some dude's a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about you. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, that was on Drop the air. That. Thank you, Jensen. Drop that. <laughs> what the hell? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Beats pissed. Not even, not, even, not even a year in without cussing. Oh, my God. I remember when I cussed, I didn't even realize it. It was during during normal conversation, and they were, were carrying on, and uh, I forget what we were talking about, but I said the S word, and they dumped, and I just don't even remember cussing <laughs> because I was just speaking like I normally speak. Yeah. It was crazy. Uh, the second so that happened happened a couple of days ago. It was during the call-in topic, and this guy is the best. Let's try, uh, let's go to Sam and uh, La Puente. Let's uh, make this a family affair with Sam. Welcome to the show. What's going on? What's going on, guys? Bean, we're going to miss you, and, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Why do we love that guy so much? Every time. Oh, my God, That's him. That's him. That's the real dude. I I was shocked when I heard that, because I was like, he used his real name. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's been many imposters. You can tell now, though, right? You can tell. I can tell the real Sam. Who put him on hold? Ruben? No, but maybe it wasn't me. Okay, it was a rumor. The thing with with Sam is that he'll he'll come up with the real Absolutely. story, a good one and, too. And, and yeah. I'm bummed that so, he, knows, are... he knows how to get on the air. Yeah. yeah, totally. And he he does that. And uh, yeah, he's the only guy that could pull it off. Everybody yeah. else that has tried has always yeah. failed. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that stems from uh, the guy from Let's Paint TV and run a treadmill and Ugh. make a blender or something. <laughs> Whatever the paint. hell that Let's is, run paint and make was it blender yeah. drinks. Yeah, it was crazy. It's crazy. Okay, uh, time for that new feature, Must See TV. And uh, you know what? With all the new features on the B team, I know they're mostly kind of like non-Kevin and Bean related now. Uh, 
And I think that's okay because I think even our podcast needs to evolve. I, I would like some feedback, though, if you guys are digging stuff or not. Oh, you know, yeah. You know, just yeah. so, um, you know, our b-holes are happy. I, I want happy b-holes. Listen, okay? you, your life is better when you have a happy b-hole. Absolutely. So, you know, if you could just drop me a line at omar at karaoke.com, I would appreciate it. Even if you're critical of something and don't don't like it. I would like to adjust the show accordingly, you know? So uh, let's get into some must-see... Hold on, I'm emailing right now. uh, (laughs) Uh, Let's get into some must-see TV, and uh, I hope you guys are going to like the show because I I definitely fell in love with it. Must-see TV, oh, what could it be? Oh, we'll let you know from the team that is me. Oh, must-see TV, (laughs) oh, must-see TV. Yeah, so I came home from a gig uh, late on Saturday night and uh, wasn't really tired and uh, I was eating and uh, had a little brewski and I wanted to see something on TV and I wanted to see something that wasn't an hour long. Most stuff, most things, you know, other than sitcoms are an hour long and I'm not really a sitcom guy and I didn't want to watch anything serious. So I wanted to watch something that was easy, digestible, and funny. And I found this show on Netflix that came out towards the end of December. I want to say it came out December 18th. And it's called The Fix. And it's on Netflix. And it's hosted by this uh, British uh, comedian. His name is Jimmy Carr. And the other comedians involved are Catherine Ryan and D.L. Hughley. And then they have a revolving cast of other comedians that uh, chime in. Uh, Let me play the little intro. And this is kind of like a little explanation of what the show is about. Now, we're going to try and solve the problem of social media using a bunch of comedians with fewer followers than Kim Kardashian's gardener. (laughs) Welcome to The Fix. So on The Fix, they take uh, issues. This episode, they're going to fix social media, but they also cover things like immigration, artificial intelligence, global warming, and guns. And the reason that Small I like... Things. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, the things that I like about it is that Catherine Ryan, I don't really didn't know much about her until now, and D.L. Hughley are super smart people. Yeah. So there's nothing better than uh, seeing or listening to super smart people do commentary that's funny and they're actually super interesting and uh, they're just like basically kind of just shooting the S throughout the entire episode clowning on each other and they actually cover serious issues in social media but they do it in such a funny way that the 30 minutes go by so quickly. Here's Catherine explaining her relationship with social media and her um, partner for this episode is Nikki Glazer. Uh, so you'll hear her at the end of this clip. Uh, Catherine, what's your relationship with social media? I love social media. It ruins lives, but not mine. Because <laughs> I'm shallow and unfriendly. <laughs> Anyone who thinks... It's funnier if you know her. <laughs> <laughs> no. Thinks we need more eye contact and human interaction has never been a woman on a bus. <laughs> we don't need those things, and it does ruin lives. The other day, I was introduced to a very charming Insta ho. Have you met one of these? <laughs> um, I'm aware of them. An Insta ho is a special kind of creature who's not, it's not her fault. She was beautiful. Right. Beautiful, but awful. And I feel, <laughs> I feel we have participated in the dismantling of this woman's personality personality by rewarding vacuous beauty. It's not her fault. A horrible person. Great t- not her fault. <laughs> <laughs> and every Insta-ho is like 
All the guys that I'm like trying to pursue, I'll see who they like like on Instagram. Oh. And all the women just look different versions of wet. They're just all saturated now. <laughs> Every woman's just supposed to have this dewy look, just embryonic, you know, like just came out. They're just getting wetter and wetter. wetter and I'm trying wet. to do it, but it's exhausting. I'm dry as f <laughs> it's just like they're just riffing, dude, and it's it's brilliant. Yeah, Catherine Ryan and Nikki Glazer, both great comedians, yeah, and both have been guests on Kevin and Bean. Yeah, so yeah. it's uh, amazing, and uh, so is uh, so has uh, DL Hughley, great guest. Yeah, <laughs> here's him kind of uh, uh, going, uh, you know, back at them uh, about what they have uh, just said. I just can't tell you how much I love hearing white women say "ho." It's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only annoying thing about the show is uh, the host? Jimmy Carr. His, <laughs> his laugh. His laugh. So you just gotta get you just gotta get over that laugh and uh, you're good to go. And here's the uh, host asking uh, Nikki Glaser something about social media. How would you feel about every embarrassing thing you've done as a teenager being recorded forever? It's the most horrifying thing I can think of. We're so lucky. So lucky. That's why I never signed up for the real world. I was like, I'm going to get drunk and throw up on some guy while I'm shitting him, and it's going to be out there forever. <laughs> that would have been me. New Orleans, season 10. I feel <laughs> How funny is that? She's awesome. And, uh, I mean, like I said, uh, I sat down, and I just wanted to watch one, and I just blasted through four of them. All at once because you, it was so entertaining. Did you pick this episode because you knew who Nikki Glazer was or D.L. Hughley or, uh, or was this episode one? Or? Just because it was episode one. It was episode sure. one, And yeah. I will say this episode, they're still trying to find their legs. It progressively gets better with the editing and oh, everything. Like, yeah, for yeah. sure. So um, here are here's the other interesting part about the show is that not only are they making fun of these serious topics, but they also bring in a person that actually has done concrete research. And here's some of that. Worldwide, people now spend about 135 minutes per day using social media platforms. But what does that amount of time really mean? Well, let's compare it to some other everyday activities. On average, we have sex for just one measly minute per day. <laughs> we, we spend about 60 minutes a day grooming ourselves. But perhaps most tellingly of all, when you compare how many minutes we spend on social media to the time spent with friends and family face to face, the data paints a pretty interesting picture. We spend just 39 minutes per day socializing and communicating with the people that matter most. So that's crazy, isn't it? 135 minutes on social media a day versus about 38 minutes of actual real interaction real interaction with friends and family dude do you ever put a time limit on your instagram like an alarm uh i'm i am only on instagram uh evenings for a half hour yeah when i I feel compelled that i need to post something that you see now i feel i'm I'm talking like a douchebag when i feel because you know well i I guess i don't know we're kind of in the industry where we want followers and we kind of like want our brand out there there, so even though i sound douchey i do feel compelled now now that i'm on instagram more that okay Especially if I have something funny. If I don't have anything funny or interesting, then yeah. I won't. You know what I mean? But if I feel like I have something to, to, to contribute, then I will. But for me, for the most part, I do it from 8.30 to 9 p.m. Most of my po- posts come at night. Yeah. You know, because I allow that time. So, and that's, that's why most it. people are on it, by the okay. way. Yeah, oh, from 6 to, to 9. That's 6 to 9 p.m. I have no control. No control. I'm like uh, Tyrone Biggums. Who's that? <laughs> yeah, who's Tyrone Biggums? <laughs> Dave Chappelle, Scratching. 
Oh, crack, really? Crack oh, the addict. crack addict kind yeah. of character? Oh. So, so you're on it all the time? All the time. Really? Doesn't matter. Then why don't and, you post more? Well, I don't have my phone today. Okay. Oh, and I'm so I'm no wonder you're now. in a bad mood. I'm fiending. <laughs> I'm fiending. I will say, um, that, I'm crack. I um, I'm pretty good about it when I'm around my kids. I, I'm not. I, you know, I am. Yeah, I'm well, terrible. It, well, it's hard. I'm such an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's weird. It's well, we well, live. See, we then, live in a weird. Ah, uh, man. But then getting into kids and social media is such a different topic. It's a whole nother monster. No, I'm not talking paying about attention to your kids. Yeah, that's and, what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so because bad. Because you, you have your kid with you or around you, but you're on your phone. I so literally, you know Muggs I mean? has kid in one hand, phone in the other one, and be like, oh, look oh, at what? this. As oh, you guys are you know, kidding? That happens to everyone. Well, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, totally. It's I, crazy. I knew I had hit, hit rock bottom with my gambling problem when I was <laughs> betting on March Madness. Not even March Madness. I was betting on college basketball with games. With your daughter, right? With, you're on, take my daughter, with please. With my daughter in one hand. <laughs> And my phone in the other, and I had no idea what teams I was betting on. And I was, she was one, she was one. Oh, and man. I'm like, I'm trying to like relax her and one. And that's that's the day I hit rock bottom. Yeah, man, it's 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 a crazy addiction. She's phones, talking phones for crazy, the first man. time. I didn't like, notice it. Shut yeah, up! I gotta see this it. last it's play. Sad. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, social media is bad. It is. It's it, it's well. It's it's, it's very entertaining for me because because yeah. I because th- I take it that's how I use it yeah I use it to entertain myself and I will allow myself you know like I said the half hour at night you know uh, for the most part how with that said guys that is also th- that that doesn't include for me because I love uh, uh, knowing things yeah like like so if any anything pops up in my head I'll re- I'll look it up and do some you know do a deep dive really quick. So I mean that's also a form of you know phone addiction because you literally have the answer to any question Anything. at your fingertips. You know it's crazy. It's crazy because I use social media for two different things. Like Twitter, what? I oh. use for news, and Instagram, I like to see things that I will never go to. So like I follow a lot of nature accounts because this world is beautiful. And yeah, I'm obviously never going to get to. You know, Botswana. Yeah, not go you know, to, to, right. but to see the waterfalls and the animals, and stuff like that, like that's insane, and I love that. That that's I could cool. just follow it, even though I could probably watch a National Geographic, yeah. you know, special or read a book about them. But it's not the same. I, I got it right now. Cool. So DL Hughley's um, partner on this episode was Michael Ian Black, who's very funny on the episode. Oh yeah. And here is uh, Michael asking Nikki Glazer and Catherine about people sending pics. How frequently do you, as women, get Pics from from guys online. Is that a, is that a real thing that happens a lot? It's not just pics. Because I do stand up comedy and people think I'm mean, they confuse that with being a dominatrix. There are <laughs> who send me photos of themselves being humiliated and ask me to retweet it. Uh, a man sent me a photo of himself squatting onto the bedpost of his room. <laughs> And he said, please retweet this and humiliate me, mistress. I'm impressed that a guy had a bedpost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that laugh. You got to get over that laugh. Dude. Dude yeah. Is there a clear, ver- clear no. version of it? I was trying to yeah, look for one. Because that would be a great yeah. job. I'm going yeah. to look for one. I'm going to start laughing like that. <laughs> Wait, no, that's a... Uh, that's like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah. You're doing Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the only annoying thing about the show. And uh, finally, the last clip I'm going to play for you is, uh, of course, this this show probably they condensed it, they edited it down to about a half hour. But I can't imagine that they filmed for more than an hour. 
And here's Nikki Glaser getting busted because she's doing a show about the addiction of your phone and social media. And during the break, she gets busted like on her phone. It's hilarious. <laughs> what are you checking currently on your phone? What are you I, looking at? I, I'm just letting someone know where I'm going. It was a text. I'm sorry. It was disrespectful. <laughs> You're a monster. I know. <laughs> I'm breaking up with someone after this. <laughs> and I have to figure out a time to meet. <laughs> I bet that was real. I can't stop sharing. Don't air this, please. Are you, um... I'm just trying to excuse my behavior. I'm just being told that I'm not your therapist and we have to get on. <laughs> so, that's that, that. That's my must-see TV on this uh, B-Teams episode. Like, I'll check like, that out. It's cool, man. It's so funny. And, uh, like I said, these people are way smart. At the end of the episode, their quote-unquote fixed on social media is uh, DLs like, you know, hey, everybody needs to have an internet license. So it'll track like every <laughs> website that you've been to. And if you've been to like, you know, a child porn website or whatever, like literal police will show up at your doorstep. Catherine's uh, suggestion was like to slow down the internet to like, you know, way back in the day where uh, porn would take forever to download. Dude. Because then you wouldn't even want to go visit those sites, you know? So. Can you Imagine if a tweet took like you know a minute or two to to like actually send out. So you would get off there, the internet. Like, ah, I don't want to deal you with this. You would get yeah. off the internet. So it's very, very, very funny. You know, quote unquote solutions to real problems. And I mean, it's just done in such an entertaining way. So I hope you guys like that segment. I turned you onto something cool that you guys could waste your time with. Um, we're gonna have to get lightning on the phone to set up this next break. Ooh, let's get that hotline of heaven up. Line of heaven. See, because he's <laughs> dead, Mugs. We, we have. I found this tape of Richard Simmons, what? and with Kevin and Bean, and uh, yeah, I want lightning. I don't know much about it or what they were doing. They were doing something called uh, the Dick Week, and it just happened <laughs> happened to be <laughs> happened happened to be Richard's uh, day. Sure, sure. Yeah, Kevin and Bean were way more more wacky back in the day than they are now. Yeah. Oh, he's not going to be available. What a jerk. What a... Ah, I'm doing trucks. Hi. Jay is currently unavailable. Mm. Please Leave speak a message. clearly. Little. Your voicemail is being transcribed yeah. by email. Oh. Yeah, he gets an email. Hey, you f- face. <laughs> we're calling from the B team, and I thought you were going to be available to explain this Richard Simmons dick week break. You're the dick this week, man. <laughs> Transcribe that, bitch. Bye. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, well, I'm going to try to set this up as uh, best as I can because I did kind of skim through it. So like I said, Kevin and Bean, we're doing this uh, week of dicks. So I don't know what the other dicks Richards were. Richards, right? Right. All yeah, exactly. Richards, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, this week. Oh, he just texted me. Oh. S- stuck in a meeting. Sorry, guys. All right. You little bitch. Uh, so, so. Uh, <laughs> Richard Simmons, uh, back in the day, this is why I wanted Lightning, because Lightning could set this up so much better than I could. He had this uh, hit exercise series called in Sweatin' to the Oldies, mm-hmm. but basically it was oldies music and him doing these lame aerobic moves to yeah. it. And he was huge back in the day, and he had a, a studio here in Hollywood, and Kevin Bean thought it would be a good idea to crash the studio, and they do, and uh, Richard gets all in a tizzy, and at the tail end of this bit, you're going to hear Richard Simmons lie down on the street and threatening to stay there until the car runs over him <laughs> because he's so upset with Kevin Bean. So please enjoy, and we're just going to drop this in. Drop in. Mm, drop in. 
are we going to dance at all or what's the deal here? Oh, absolutely. We're going in there. I'm wearing tights. Can't you tell? <laughs> it's, by the way, I've never seen Maria in a bodysuit. She's quite a looker. She actually does have a body. She's after got all. a body. She's wearing all these suits all this time. It's 106.7 K-Rock, Kevin and Bean. It's Dick Week, today the final day, and we saved our favorite dick of all, Richard Simmons. We're right outside a place called Slimmons, and I've spent the last hour driving around Beverly Hills completely lost, and I couldn't be happier. That's, as far as you're concerned, that's your workout for the night. <laughs> it's not necessary to go in there and actually exercise. I'm ready to go home. Now, here's the deal, young Kevin, since we are a little As late, we stand here, I look in there, and I see the little round windows. I see Richard's little happy head go flying by every couple of seconds. Here's the problem. The class is in session. Right. They're already dancing. We need right. to figure out a way to slide in so that they don't notice it yet. We're the only guys in the room next to Richard who weigh less than 300 pounds. Oh. So let's figure out a way to just slide on in, okay? Here we go. We're going into Slimmons. We're just going to go right through the door and just pretend we've been in the class since the beginning. Well, they've got that damned rock music going. Maria, what's our approach here? Just open the door and slide on in? Just go on in. I hear what you're supposed to do. Do we need to do that little pirouette that they're doing? Or? Absolutely. Jumping jazz. All right. people, these people are just going to beat the hell out of us, aren't they? Hey, i got to tell you this, too. This is not going to be a friendly crowd for you and me. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's this what I'm saying. This is a crowd that is armed. See, now everybody's got their, uh, everybody's up against the wall showing their butts. They're showing their butts now. I'm not interested There's in There's a lot of butt in there, guys. No, there's a lot of butt. <laughs> What? It's the best time to go in there. Now, why is that? Why is this the best time to oh, go in there? Oh, because everybody's just standing around waiting for you. Yeah, I don't know that. You know, we might wait in the lobby until Richard's done with the class. Oh, oh no, 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 no. And then when he comes out. No, come on. Wait a minute. Didn't we have that other appointment at 7? Right. And we're we a little late. Dinner, right? I think that other appointment. We need to go in. Let's go in now. It's just there's a crowd. It's okay. Come on, let's go in. <laughs> Oh my God, it's that guy from Sweat to the Oldies. He's looking at his watch. I think we're late. He looked at his watch and then he grabbed his package. What was that supposed to be? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Really, when he grabs his package, what is he really grabbing? <laughs> you know, you've heard the stories about... <laughs> All right, we're leaving now. I've never been so embarrassed. You're, you're late. You're going to be fine. You're late? We'll be okay. Yeah. We'll be okay right over here. What happens to late people? I don't even know. We're in front of the class now. What are we doing here? We're the worst! We're the worst! Oh, stop! Hey! Singing. Come on, keep it in. I am so exhausted, man. I, I never want to exercise again as long as I live. Are we done? Yeah, let's go back down the hall. All I know is I'm bushed, man. I am beat. I have not worked out that hard in years. I feel, uh, you know, if we hadn't done the 4.30 and the 5.30 class is what it was. So we're trying to cut you down. You broke my heart, guys. Oh, we were you here. Broke, you broke my heart. We didn't break here. When I listen to your show, I listen to it. I don't put it on and walk out of the room. Oh, I see. Okay? I mean, you really hurt me deeply. Okay. Why didn't you, take, why didn't you come in there and participate? Well, we actually, we came in there, and then when you brought us right up to the front of the class, we felt like fools. And I don't know the words to Oklahoma. <laughs> You know what I mean? I can't be in the room there being the only guy not singing Oklahoma. Homa. 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 We know we belong to the land. Come on! And the land we belong to is written. If I... What do I know? The Godzilla theme song? Should I know that? So now do you do you take back all those things you've said about overweight people? I'm telling you right now. Let me let me say something. No, no, no. The Delta Burke stuff? Uh-uh. Kevin. Kevin. Hang on one minute. Hang on. Come over here. Come over here, ma'am. Come over here. All right, we told a joke that he got offended, and now tell me if this is funny. 
We're talking about the Olympics. No, I don't want you to tell this joke. I, I, if, she, if she doesn't think it's I funny, I won't tell her again. What she? Oh, really? I won't tell her again. Okay, uh, whisper, Tony. I don't want this to be on. I don't want to hear this again. Whisper the I'm joke. Here's the joke out there. Oh. Okay, here's the joke. Here's the joke. I'm going to turn this off. Here's the joke. No, you didn't turn it off. <laughs> you didn't turn it off. I bet you've been lying all your life, haven't you? I you've have, been you're lying right. all your life. You're right, Richard. You? You're right. You've got me. Look how they came. Look at this outfit. Don't you own an iron? Look at this. <laughs> I don't, as a matter of fact. Is this the homeless look? I don't understand this. This is this is homeless circus. I forgot I, we're in Beverly Hills. We're making the place look bad. That's what it is. So anyway, it was basically this little this, joke about... Do me a favor. I'll forgive you for not taking this class. Okay. And it hurt. We took the class. We were in no, there no. doing it. You were in there you making were in fun there. of me when I was doing it. Fun of you? No, no. No, no, no. Not making fun no, of me. No, no, no. Laughing with me. I laughed with you. Okay, I didn't. Okay. I don't make fun of people. Okay. You two are the ones that make fun of people. I think you have this wrong. Just say, Richard, I won't tell any more overweight fat joke. It's so bad. It's, you can, you you're hurting people. We spend a lot more time, though, making fun of you than we do fat people. Well, that's okay. We don't make fun of fat people. Really yes, you did. No. We dig fat people. We dig all people. Ours is the Rainbow Coalition, Richard. Shout and touch somebody's eyes. Make them... Well, so Richard, the problem... Now, let me just say this. Let me say the problem that uh, we have uncovered with you being the leader of a, of a new people. Richard Simmons, the leader of a new movement. Le Richard Simmons is the leader of a new group, and I'm going to tell you who, the, who that group of people is. It's the group of people who wander around this world trying to get their feelings hurt, getting, getting upset about... It's everything that happens, like it's a personal attack on you. And we think these people have little earplugs, and you're sitting you there going... You have worked this dress out and in my class, and no, you built there, it up. You and, built and, it down. And these you people in their up. ears, they hear Richard Simmons go, doesn't that offend you? Shouldn't you be upset about that for some reason? No one likes to hear fat jokes. You know what? He might not have meant it like that, but seriously, you could be pissed. You could be pissed right now and tell him. We think you're the leader of a new people that just gets their feelings hurt too easy, because every time you call, you end up being hurt. Now he's hurt. Now yeah, he's doing the whole fake hurt thing again. Bye, Richard. Good night, Richard. Oh, come back here. Come back. Oh, I had to explain it to him, and then he, then he ended up leaving. Let's go get him. Come on. Richard, you're walking down the middle of the road. That could be dangerous. He looks like a, he's got little puppy dog eyes out there. All right, stop, Richard. Let us just say one more thing. I'm just gonna We're not making fat jokes. I'm just going to throw myself in front of this truck. Hold on, don't run over Richard Simmons. Go, no, <laughs> Fine. Fine. No, then you won't have me as a problem anymore. Fine. All right, go ahead. Come on. Go ahead. Come on through. Hold on, let's talk, let's talk to the driver of the van here. Ma'am, what's your name? Sue. Sue, Richard Simmons is laying in the middle of the road here, and we say go ahead and just step on the gas. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that to I'll give you $100 right nah. now to just gun it. Nah. $200. No. $300. No. $400. No. A chance at what's behind the door. <laughs> Which door? Some of you cars in the back. Come on up. <laughs> Richard, come here. Stop being a baby. Now just stop being a baby. How old are you, Richard? How old are you? 43. Are you really 43? Man, yes, you look sir. good for 43. Wow. Jeez. That's pretty good. Now, Richard, stop acting like you're 12. Stop right here. Stop. I don't want to stop acting like I'm 12. <laughs> I want you to promise me you'll come and take a full class instead of just sitting there and talking. You promised okay. that you were going to come and take a class. You didn't take a class. You observed a class, and that really hurt. I took the it class. It didn't hurt. I mean, Maria, if I can't... It didn't hurt. It did not hurt. Just tell me it didn't hurt. Be honest. <laughs> Be honest for a second. It didn't hurt. Bull crap. If it hurt, if it hurt, you're being too sensitive. You're being too sensitive. Stop backing up. Respect for overweight people now, guys. Now you've seen we them We have never said way. anything about old... You know what? There's a lot of good being done in there. And yet we can still make fun of you, can't we? Always. All right, then. We're, you know, if you're helping some of these people, you're more powerful. What is like your favorite thing that you make fun of about me? Go ahead. What is it? See, now he's asking for it so he can be hurt. This is what Richard does. He says, oh, make fun of me. You hurt my feelings. By the way, we're attracting quite a crowd. Here. 
There's quite a crowd here waiting to see how this one ends out. All right, all those who say we should beat the hell out of Richard right now, let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> how many says Richard should pull out a weapon and kill us both right here on the... Okay. Now, what are they all yelling about? I don't what know, but I believe they're turning on us. What are they all yelling about? Wait a minute. What? I don't think you could beat us. Because you don't laugh. You couldn't even handle 10 minutes of a class for fat ladies. We gotta go now. We have all right, go. we're out of time. We'll see you guys later. So that was uh, Kevin Bean and Richard Simmons. Does it say in the tape who uh, the girl was? Uh, that was Maria. The producer, producer the, oh, the, okay. was it the very first producer? One of them. One yeah. of them. Yeah, that was that was that was Marie on the tape. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was a, definitely some old school Kevin and Bean bit there. Uh, now we're gonna get to uh, some of your afros here, and yeah. the very first one is uh, pretty interesting. Hey guys, this is the B team. Uh, I just wanted to see if you guys can go with a bitty bit where uh, <laughs> Kevin didn't know what a doorstop was. Bean had a doorstop, and Kevin was like, "What the hell is a doorstop?" And then a listener called in, or a listener wrote a song for it. I thought it was one of the funniest bits ever. It was hilarious. You guys, Kevin's an idiot. All right, I'm calling. My name's David. All right, later. All right, David. Uh, yeah, Kevin uh, did not know what a doorstop was for some odd reason, and a doorstop is exactly what, what it, sounds it sounds like. like. <laughs> it's uh, something that you put in front of a door to stop it. Uh, and uh, Lou, the great Lou Cat. The Lou Wycat, yeah. right? Right? Yeah. Wait, am I getting that Lou, wrong? Lou yeah, Wycat. Yeah, it's his... Uh, that sounds weird. It should be Lou Wycat something, shouldn't it? Or it's just Lou Wycat. Oh, hold on, hold on. Lou Wycat Stevens. Thomas. Yeah, no, you see, on, that would on, be... Is it, it's got to be something else. Uh, no. Lou uh, Wycat Corbett. <laughs> give me... Give me, give me. Ah. Lou Wycat Thomas. Lou uh, Wycat Thomas. At Wycat, W-Y-K-A-T. Yeah, follow us, follow us, dude. He used to do. He used to provide us with a lot of good songs. <laughs> I don't know why he stopped, but they're very entertaining. And uh, this little ditty is because Kevin did not know what a doorstop was. What a doorstop. <laughs> why do you call it stoppy do you call your wife spousy and your mirror other beam what's its function does it keep the door closed or open are there clues hiding in its name <laughs> this guy's in the hall of the show is going down in flames because I'm so lame. There you go. Hope you enjoy that, David. That such a strong little piece right there. All right, oh can, can I can that I read you some? Awesome. Can, I, can I read you some DMs from White Hat that that I get? It's pretty funny and, and yeah. it's kind of serious too at okay. the same time. So he sent me a DM on something on Twitter, right? And mm-hmm. I wrote back, "Hey, you're alive." And he wrote back. <laughs> Yeah, waiting for a liver transplant. Ouch. I miss music so much. Thanks again for all you do. Your theme songs for your segments are hilarious. I was like, oh, well, that's not what I meant. Now now I feel like a dick because he's going to get a liver transplant. Mm. And now you're the dick because that's Omar. 
What do you mean? He thought I was oh, yeah. he thought I was you because he's saying my theme songs were awesome. Oh, that's hilarious. That's and he's so all like, uh, "Give widespread love. Give it to Omar if it needs to be." But uh, hey, uh, if you could donate organs, do it. Hey, uh, so just because you have a bad liver, you can't sing a hole? <laughs> Come on, really? Yeah, you don't need your liver to play piano. Jesus Christ, oh, man! man. You, you guys suck. Right. Toughen up, dude. Use your finger. Jesus Christ! Uh, but get better for real. Okay, uh, next Afro. Hey guys, this is a message for the B team. I had a quick question. My name is James San Diego, a podcast listener. I wanted to know if, given that it sounds like a lot of radio DJs are getting laid off in Seattle, Chicago, and you know other pretty big markets, what happens if Kevin and Bean and the show suddenly were to disappear? Can they bring the show to another station, satellite radio, um, you know, do a podcast or something? Or do they have to disband? Does the team kind of part ways? I mean, you know, we probably all want to listen. So, anyway, again, James San Diego, 858-340. Well, we don't have to worry about that because yeah. Bean's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so the band's breaking up, guys. Yeah, bye-bye, Bean. Um, no, but in all seriousness, uh, so, like, Kevin and Bean own the Kevin and Bean name. So if they did want to stay together they and they got fired from K-Rock, they, by all means, can take the show wherever they wanted. Right, yeah. Dave? Yeah. Yeah. So if that's essentially name, what happens. Yes. I think yeah. they do. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, even... I think like even some like radio DJs, uh, sometimes they put in their contract, hey, if they get fired or whatever, they have like a year of a, per- a period where they can't work in the same market. But I don't know yeah, if that's the case with them. Yeah, it's, uh, I non- think that- it, that's called a non-compete. Okay. Um, but also, the, but there's things in like, it, and this gets really into like legal crap, is any content created at the station becomes property of the station. And, and that's understandable of, yeah. for sure. So, so you like Wheel of Bad Animal. Stuff. Just you know, gone. voices. No one could do that right. other than on this station. Yeah, so. That's bullshit. Sorry. <laughs> All right, next call. Hey, what's up, guys? This is for the B team. Hey, you know, I have a question. Since I was listening to the, I just listened to the Bill, I'm listening to the Bill Burr interview and how he said that he'll never come back to the show and yada, yada, yada. You know, I was thinking, there's a lot of there's a lot of guests that come to the show that say that you guys are my favorite and we love you guys and, you know, friends of the show. I was actually wondering which guests do you guys actually consider legitimate friends of the show that um, really like you and vice versa and so on and so forth. And, um, you know, like Jonah Hill. I mean, he's obviously a big, big fan of the show. So, yeah, thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. Lick my balls. Nice. <laughs> what is it, yeah? Lick my balls. Nice. <laughs> That's funny. I think that was Simba. No, it wasn't because that was funny. Oh. Big, big fan of the show. So, yeah, thanks, guys. That Lick is Simba. Balls. I think it was. I'm not sure. It sounds I, like know, I'm not sure. that was stupid and yeah. very uncalled for. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so yeah, friends of the show, Dave. You guys, you guys are. You know, I'm always in my little hole. So from from my perspective, I think Marin Dungey is a friend of the show. She's a big. I think she's uh she's a fan of the show. Okay, friend of the show. She hangs out with Allie. Yeah, yeah, off on her own time. Um, of course, obviously we ha- Brad Williams, Brad Williams, right. Adam Ray, Taylor Williamson, mm-hmm. um, bigger people who are friendly with the show, like uh, Joe Rogan, who loves the guys, but won't like now won't come in just because it's early in the morning and he doesn't really have to do radio anymore. Yeah. Bob you Saget, know? definitely friend of the Bob show. Bob Saget's great friends with Kevin. You I would know? say Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries Absolutely. has become Absolutely. a friend, a, a good friend of the show. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of others too. I, I just, you know, that we have, and and it's really nice to to have them. I'd I say to reach fit, out to him. Fitz Dog. 
has become a friend of the show. Greg Fitzsimmons, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Pardo, Bean's best Hollywood friend. A lot of comedians, I guess, you know? Yeah, because in the past couple of years, we've really turned the corner on comedians. And And then for the most part. They're really nice, too, by the way. Yeah, and then also for the most part, when uh, bands like that have been around forever and, you know, like 311, for instance, they love Kevin and Bean, generally, you know what I mean? I mean, they don't come in that often, but when they do, they're genuinely excited to be on Kevin and Bean. It's one of those things that they make sure on their uh, media tours that they stop here but by the yeah. way same thing with muse you know i know muse does oh, everything yeah. Yeah. but muse genuinely loves kevin bean yeah. and k-rock yeah. and remember tell tell briefly the uh jack white story about bean and the breakfast with because that's an interesting behind the scenes story all right this is really behind the scenes and and uh we did a breakfast with jack white before and jack white was coming around town for his his last album and he told his management that he wanted to do another breakfast with kevin and bean mm-hmm and when we told him that Bean was unavailable because he was on vacation in England, he said, "Okay, cool, no thanks." Yeah, they're going to. He throw wouldn't it do through. it unless. Yeah, we were going to do it somewhere else in the station, mm-hmm. but he said, "Nope." He wanted to do it with Kevin and Bean because so, Bean was such a professional and asked yeah, such and different questions and it, stuff that for a he dude like enjoyed uh, his time yeah, with the guys for a dude like Jack White. Any, I mean, any of those people that we mentioned, they've been around the block and over and over again, yeah. same questions. They got to get tired, so it's refreshing for a dude like that to get somebody who's very insightful about music and Nashville and all the stuff. Yeah, third baseball, man records, vinyl. It's crazy. You know, so yeah. the reason reason why we didn't have a cool event is because Bean was on vacation. So thanks a lot, Bean. Yeah, I'm glad you're leaving, Dick. But <laughs> many people don't know is Jack, after that, said, well, you know what? If I have to, Beer Mug will do. <laughs> is that what happened? And that's why it happened. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's the next one. Yo, what up? This message is for the B team. What's going on? Um, so I was listening to Omar's top 10 intros, and it got me thinking about <laughs> Kangapede. Oh. Y'all remember Kangapede? Yeah. Robbed. I have no idea what Robbed. started that or why. Robbed. And I would love to hear about it. I should have won. Bye, guys. Keep doing what you do. Much love from Las Vegas. Oh, Vegas, uh, what's up? Omar. The, uh, the, the great Rob. Bead. The great, the great, the great uh, Jingle Off, right? Uh, or what did we call yeah, it? Yeah, Jingle Off. Was it the Jingle Off? Yeah, because yeah, it was a Mark Burnett uh, show. Okay. Uh, Jingles. Yeah. It was called Jingles. Right. And, so basically yeah. what happened was yes. Mark Burnett had this show that was supposed to hit the air. Did it ever make the air? Never made the air. Never made the air. Yeah. Did they even make it, do you think? I don't think so. You don't I think, think it was an idea. They were okay. around. They might have shot a... A pilot, but yeah. it never made it. It was supposed to be about TV commercials, right? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, 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 Kevin and Bean, you know, I'm Mr. Jingle on the show. So, Kevin and Bean did a whole break of me just doing these jingles. And so, I, I did five, and basically, they were a ripoff of the biggest jingles in history. So, this is what I did for that break. <laughs> it's jingles. You know, that's by Menon. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Give me a jingle. Give yeah. me a jingle. Break me off a piece of that jingle. Thing. <laughs> nice. This is the next. Like one. a good neighbor, Jingles is there. <laughs> I am stuck on Jingles, cause Jingles stuck on me. Love it. Ba da ba ba ba. We're jingling it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, obviously, um, Kevin and Bean thought that was funny, and they wanted to take this a step further. So they put a competition in because uh, what has happened on the Kevin and Bean show was at the time Ralph was doing most of the jingles, and I just kind of like you know as a production head wanted to try them yeah and i you know i over the years have now i can now say that i'm good at them 
I was terrible. I was just terrible and uh, didn't know a lot about music. And I, you know, I learned about music and about my range and what key I could sing in. And it's a lot of stuff that I, I'm grateful for learning on the job, you know, frankly. And now I could turn them out pretty quickly and I could know that they're what level they're on. You know what I mean? For the most part, they're they're pretty good. And uh, Kevin and Bean, at this point, we had uh, not only Ralph, myself, but also when we were not available, Muggles would do some brilliant jingle work. So they thought it would be a great competition to have uh, jingles on our show. Since Mark Burnett isn't going to do his show, we would do a version of jingles on the Kevin and Bean show. And basically, uh, they uh, took a beer mug, Ralph and myself, in a room. And they told us on air, on air, what this uh, jingle was supposed to be yeah. about. There was only a couple of parameters. The parameters were <laughs> that it was, it was, it had to be thirty seconds long. Yeah, and was that it? Yeah, that yeah, was the only parameter. It. Thirty seconds. Thirty and seconds. It had to include whatever the topic was. Yep. It, yeah. it had to it had to have Kangapeed in it. Yep. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That, that was make, the, that, that was the word. Yeah. yeah. So Kangapeed. So. Um, uh, we're gonna get to Muggos because <laughs> because uh, Muggos is Muggos is is brilliant. Okay, uh, so this is what I came up with. Oh, he's coming for you and you. He's part centipede and kangaroo. He hails from Australia. Good day, mates. And he's all ready to put you on a plate. Kangapeed is what you need. Kangapeed will make you bleed. Kangapeed is what you need. My favorite part, the little bouncing sound effect at the end. Very good, Omar. Thanks, man. Uh, you know, I thought I should have won, won, won that competition. You I, know? Uh, man, I don't know. Uh, okay, well, this is uh, what Ralph did. And by the way, yeah. it was bogus that I had to like, you had to redo it. So you had to do it, we're, right? We're, we're under a time limit, it had right? To be in an hour, in one hour, in one hour. And so Beer Mug had all the time in the world because not me. I had to pro- write and produce mine, record it and everything, and then get Ralph in there to pro- write it to produce his. Yeah, because yeah, you know, he, he, he just voiced. He just voiced it. He yeah, voiced it. Yeah. So unfair for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Ralph's. Did you do nice? So that was good. That was good. good. Yeah. That was good. Very good. Um, I will say, you know what? Be a little bit behind the scenes when we were doing this, because I was kind of like, you know, uh, ass chap that I had to produce it too. I was going to produce it all janky. <laughs> oh, know? he would have killed you. Yeah, that's what I thought. I yeah, thought, I thought he would have like, murdered yeah, you. Yeah, right he would have murdered me. Yeah, yeah. Because you sure. would have sabotaged his exactly. His segment. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, no, Ralph's not going to like that. I thought it would have been funny. You know what I mean? To uh, you just sabotage it because it is a competition. Unless you would have sabotaged like the first twenty seconds. You're like, okay, okay, here's <laughs> a real one. Fix it. Yeah, yeah, here's a real one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so, 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 beer mug. Tell us. Do you remember yours? Oh yeah. Okay. Tell us a little bit of the inspiration about making be- this. Yeah. yeah. 
So I found the bed. I think I went to Spotify okay. and I just typed in like Australian didgeridoo bed. Okay. Oh, no, you actually sent us a bunch. Well, yeah, there, there's that's there, what it was. There's a music service yes. that we use, and you just type in like Australian yeah, yeah. and a bunch so, of like you know, yeah. So you sent them all out right when our our time limit started. We all picked one. We made sure not to use the same one. Mm-hmm. So I went into the studio, had my time. You know, really feeling confident about it, and in about <laughs> 20 minutes, I wrote it. So I was like, "Sweet, now I have." 40 to to get this done. Yeah, so to produce it up. Laid yeah. it down, and I was, oh my God, I was so proud of this. I yeah. was so, and I, I made it under the gun. It was great. So let's uh, let's hear it. Good eye, mate. I what's that? Oh, wait, it's a jingle jingle competition. You got to sing the entire thing, a-hole. Uh, what's this little, little uh, one-man show at the beginning of it? Uh, okay, okay, let's I listen. Right. I, uh, yeah. Okay. Good eye, mate. I What's that over there in the bush? Is that a kangaroo or a centipede? I don't know, mate, but I don't like the looks of it. It's kangapede. Kangapede, it's kangapede. A hybrid monster never been seen. Kangapede, it's kangapede. Make it mad, he'll make you bleed. Kangapede, it's kangapede. He'll hop and crawl and eat your spleen. Kangapede, it's kangapede. Better start running from the kangapede. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know, listen. Brilliant. That you know? was. Oh my god. Good. Yeah. That's so Australian and cherry. Okay. I love it. Get, get, but uh, guess what happened? Yeah. So so mugs. <laughs> the only thing that was mentioned is that it had to be thirty seconds long. That one yes. came in at twenty-seven seconds. Yeah, it was. Cr- so he was automatically I disqualified. I lost on a technicality. <laughs> he was disqualified. <laughs> Yeah, and it was 27. I lost All I had to do is, like, you know, just trail out the music yeah. band a I little bit. I should have just been, Kanga <laughs> paid. Just echo it out or whatever. But by the way, kudos to all three of you because they were all funny. Yeah. They yeah. were all good, good yeah. freaking jingle. Good. That was fun. Ralph, it, it was really fun. Ralph ended up taking it. Yeah Ralph, yeah, Ralph won because Bean was afraid of him. Yeah, everyone was afraid of him. But do you remember the trophy I gave you guys? Oh, yeah. it was like a janky ass, your old trophy or something, right? Well, it's funny because that, that we did this on a Monday. Yeah. And I just got back from a, a golf tournament oh, yeah. that we won, and I dropped the trophy, yeah. and it broke <laughs> off. And I was like, oh, this is perfect for the this. The golfer dude broke off of it. Yeah. That's so funny. I just put a piece of tape, and it said, Jingles Champ 2017. Oh, and, now, and now what is it? What's the, it's a drum off champ. Beer Mug, you have it, right? I don't even know where it is. Yeah, because we me and Muggs had a drum off, and I gave him the trophy. I just crossed out jingles and put yeah. drum off. That's funny. That was great. I but that I shouldn't have lost. That was fun. That was fun. I shouldn't have lost. Yours I was the worst. N- no, actually, listening back <laughs> to them, was the worst. They yeah. were they were all good. It's close. Best. It's close. I wonder who would win now if everyone like judged it with a fair character. Like, okay, I'm telling you, if I would have come on, if I would have hit 30 seconds, I would I would have been the winner. Easily. Uh, I'm telling you, Ralph would have been the winner. <laughs> 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 All right, next call. B team, B team, B team, B team. You gotta get the scoop on when Kevin and Bean almost got arrested for peeing at Kokomo's. I gotta hear the story, especially with Will Ferrell there. I mean, come on. I mean, you gotta call even Jay Lightning. I don't know. Just get the scoop. Let's we'll see right, if Lightning's still call, in a meeting. We're gonna, we're gonna call Lightning here, so he's probably still in his Hope truck he doesn't meeting. Let us- let us down again like the a-hole he is. <laughs> Talking about trucks. Yeah, so you put the motor in the car and it'll go. Yeah. Uh, have you seen my Segway with 58-inch wheels? And I don't know if he has any insight on this or not, but... Kokomo's. Kokomo's back in the day was like the hot spot, right? I don't know, man. I was a kid. Hi. This girl's a Jay bitch. is currently unavailable. Please 
speak clearly. Your voicemail is being transcribed by email. Okay, I will speak clearly. Jay is a giant's asshole. That's Omar. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Uh, so Kokomo's getting arrested, peeing outside. I don't know. Make up your own mind, dude. Sorry, we tried. Next call. Hey, Omar. I, I don't mean to give you more work, but this was just something I thought maybe, you know, you could kick around. Again, I'm not trying to give you extra work because I know you're the one who uh, has to do it and everything. But, uh, you know, at the end of the year, you guys have top moments with, top sound bites, top this, top that. I was kind of hoping that, you know, maybe next year you guys could have top Afro call, you know? Because, you know, I get on the Afro line a lot, and I know some of the other guys, I don't know them personally, but, you know, I hear them. I'm like, oh, it's that guy again. Ugh. Anyway, like, I don't know. It'd be just kind of a nice, like, competition between us to see, like, hey, you know, who, who can um, get the top spot in the top ten uh, Afro calls. So just an idea. Again, I'm not trying to put more work on your plate. God knows you have enough to do. Maybe you can get, like, you know, that one guy who doesn't do anything to, like, you know, rank him. Or, I don't know. Have a Merry Christmas, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is from December. Merry uh, Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. And, uh, well, the good news. We, yeah, we're going to do that. We thought about it last year. We we're like, hey, there's so many great Afro calls. How come we never list them or rank them? Yeah, so we are uh, in the works uh, constantly saving the best Afro callers. I think right now we only have two or three in the file. What are all, uh, but, but all my next question is, are we actually doing that? Because no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we are. Uh, however, I think maybe Kevin and Bean have forgot. So we need to remind him again every yeah, time we, we do Afro. Yeah, we have to go through the Afro and yeah. just be like, yo, save that one. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, no, that's a great idea. And, uh, yeah, we're working on it. This what? message is for Dave, Omar, and Beer Mug. Listen, guys, this message isn't going to be funny, but it's a sincere message. I just wanted to say thank you for being funny, for giving us a peek behind the curtain, and for you guys just being you. I have a long drive from home to work to work, and uh, it sucks. But having you guys at the helm uh, making me laugh along the way uh, makes the drive that much more bearable. So, sorry, it's not funny, but I sincerely just want to thank you guys for doing what you do. So, keep doing what you're doing and keep squishing along. Squish. By the way, my name is Jose. Phone number is 562. Thanks, Jose. We appreciate thank that, you, man. You're a, you're a wonderful Let's beetle. call Jose and say thanks to him. Uh, nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we appreciate no, it. No, it's yeah, gratifying totally. when you when people come up to you and say, "Hey, man, I got I have a two hour commute to work every day." That you make it you make it go by quick. So it is weird nice. that now, um, you know, I kind of get why Kevin and Bean, you know, do what they do and why they've been doing it for so long. Because you know, when I first started doing the podcast, I was like, "Ah, man, nobody's gonna listen." And yeah. Plus, it's a lot of work, and now it's 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 cool because you know people like what we do, which I don't understand why, but you know. Yeah, and I kind of like hanging out with you guys for an hour or so. I know it's the worst part of my <laughs> day. Uh, well, uh, that, so that makes it even better for me. B holes. <laughs> <laughs> so B holes, uh, we appreciate you. B holes uh, unite. We one, appreciate the B holes. This uh, last call is just uh, really quick. Hey, uh, you know, this maybe sounds weird or whatever, but I'd like to send Bean and his wife something for Christmas. Yeah, that was uh, kind of weird, but uh, he wanted Bean's address. So I was like, dude, we're not going to give you Bean's address. So if you guys ever want to send Kevin or Bean anything, we work at a place where you, a business where yeah. you can send stuff. So just find out on krock.com what the address is to the place, and you could just address it here. And then Dave uh, will we'll open it, it and, and keep it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then that'll, that, that'll be it. You know? Hey, but, are we almost done? I really got to pee. 
Oh, you've been wanting to yeah. be, huh? Yeah, yeah, we're almost done. All right, cool. We're almost done. We're almost done. Uh, here we come to the part of the B-Team episode that we're going to feature through the, uh, I don't know, probably even uh, even when Bean's gone, we'll do a best of Bean break, you know, because yeah. he's done so many yeah, it's good part things. Of, it's part of Kevin and Bean. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, time for the best of Bean. Bean. <laughs> great, <laughs> and, uh, great intro. Thank you. Uh, and we're just going to drop this in. And this is uh, Bean confronting his uh, manservant, Marty, after he totaled, uh, not totaled, but he scraped up the side of his truck because Bean is a Nancy and can't drive. Uh, so, so he was trying to just back it in or something, and he totally scraped it up. On Marty's first brand new car ever, by the oh. way. Oh. So uh, oh. this is how it unfolded, and it's very funny. Oh. And this is a best of bean, and we're just going to drop this in. Mm, drop in. <laughs> Slavery has been gone for quite some time, but Bean has a manservant, and uh, his name is Marty. And Marty made the mistake last week of uh, giving Bean his brand new truck and telling him to take care of it. Well, Marty was on vacation, and uh, he wanted to leave his truck at my house, mm-hmm. but he left it in front of the house. And my only job the entire week, the only thing I had to do to be responsible for his truck was to move it into the driveway to get it off the street. Right. Okay. And I screwed that up. <laughs> now, I didn't I'm, hear the story. Can you give me the shorthand version of how you went from the street to the driveway and somehow ended up in a forest? Well, I... Or whatever happened? I'm just... I'm just not used to driving a vehicle that large because I'm me and I drive a Mini Cooper. Okay, so now I'm still I'm when you're driving the... a vehicle, you say, "Oh, there's there's sharp brush there. I shouldn't drive pe- through it." I did not realize how big this truck was. It's a it's a Ford uh, F-150, I guess, which uh. is a pretty large truck. And uh, I had to go around a curve on the driveway and just wiped out just a row of bushes. But how did you and... do that? You cut too close. You cut to the left too hard. I must... Yes, I must have done. I must have done that. I must have mis, uh, misunderstood what was necessary to steer correctly your, around the bushes. Your delicate little mind couldn't handle the difference between <laughs> the car you drive and the truck you can't see. Look at the truck and go, little bigger, got to take it a little yeah. wider. In retrospect, I wish I had been a little more careful with it because then I get out of the truck and I see that it just looks like uh, who's the was it Freddy Krueger the one who has the the big uh, the claws, claws on his claws, hands yeah. yeah it just it looks like he had just been running right alongside the car and just just torn it to shreds we actually so like the Wolverine was parking valet yes yeah. <laughs> exactly we actually have audio from the accident the oh. K Rock microphones were there oh, thank great. God oh good this is being in the truck as he tries to turn into his driveway. <laughs> Here's my other question. As soon as you heard the first scratch, don't you just stop and back up? And then I thought I thought that that was. Uh, I just thought I was going to get past it. I thought that oh, I hit that, but I'll keep moving because now I'll be past it, not realizing there was another thirty feet of hedge. So you were gone, Kevin. So I come in and I say to the guys, "What do I do now?" Because clearly I'm not going to call Marty and ruin his vacation. I'm not going to call and tell him about it because then he's going to be doing nothing but worrying about. You know what it's like when you get a brand sure, new car, sure. right? I mean, you just you live for that. The last thing I want him doing is ruining his vacation because he's wondering about how much damage is on his truck. So I thought I'll just wait and tell him when I get when he gets back. And then it was a question of how do I get it fixed? I don't want to drive it again to take it someplace to get it fixed. Maybe I can get a guy to come to the house. Now, wait a minute. Wait a whole... minute. Wait a minute. It was just scratched. Yes. And you were afraid to drive it? 
I look, thought he was going to run it into a wall or something, I guess. <laughs> I couldn't get it into the driveway. You think I'm going to drive it to the dealership? I'm well, not getting behind the wheel of that thing giant ever brush again. on the highway when you're going to the freaking ferry or whatever. You could probably navigate a three-lane highway, okay? But you pick up tra- have a, a tow truck come and get it then and tow it to a dealership and get it fixed right. And then with my luck, somehow a meteor comes out of the sky and destroys the car while it's in my care. I didn't want to be the guy responsible for the brand new truck, is what I'm saying. You're just lazy. You're lazy, and you don't want to leave the manor. That's what happened. You were already in charge of the truck, and you already ruined it. So Marty came back on Sunday night and saw the truck for the first time yesterday. And now we don't have any time. But let's at least bring my manservant on the air and say hello. Hey, Marty, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, all things considered. Yeah, Marty, how did that uh, entrusting your brand new truck into Bean's care work out for you? Uh, It could have worked out a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What were you thinking when, because you know Bean is not exactly, uh, well, he's not uh, athletic in any way. He's not a good driver. He's bad. He's accident prone. Um, when he called and told me that he moved it into the driveway from the road, I was already worried. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, you should have been. <laughs> but, Marty, I did the right thing by not telling you about it while you were on vacation. Like, why spoil your trip, right? Yeah, my first new truck, I would not want to hear about the scratch. This is the first time you've ever bought a brand new truck? First time. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time in Marty's life he's ever owned a brand new car. It has and... almost 1,000 miles on it. Oh, <laughs> that is so funny. Now, the listeners were calling up Kevin last week, and they were saying, don't ever tell Marty about it. And I knew that that was bad advice. I knew that eventually no, he was going to find out about it. that's the best idea ever. Thank you, Kevin. I'm you never tell him. You get it fixed, you give it back, and you hope that he somehow thinks it was his fault. Especially with scratching in the paint. Yes. It's not like it's structural damage to the frame or something. Come on. There's, there's no, But especially once it was on the air, guys, somebody was going to know a guy who heard about it who, from a guy who, who knows your manservant, for God's sakes? I, look, I don't know. We do, but we do stream online it's possible there's somebody oh, who God might hear sake. it so marty comes back and i did the very best i could i had it buffed out you know and wow wow you had a guy who came to your house you really put yourself out bean you did. had a guy run some uh, turtle wax over it and whoo, you uh, you put your hands out oh i guess that's all i can you do. must have been exhausted after all that work <laughs> I did have to make a phone call. Oh. And if I remember correctly, he was in a different area. Code. I had to dial 10 digits, oh not just seven. Okay, God. So I was exhausted. But in my own defense, if, if I, I know I look bad here. But no. at, least, at least when I saw Marty yesterday for the first time, I told him about it within the first minute. I said, Marty, there's business we got to take care of. Here's what happened to your truck. I'd like, I to hear to from, sure he knew. I'd like to hear from Marty how you told him. Yeah, Marty? Yeah. What did uh, he say? How did he tell you exactly? I was very worried because he told me we got to take care of business, and you know that we got big trouble then. Yes, yeah, sure. right. And he said, I had a little accident with your truck, and the scratches, I think, will all come out eventually. Did, did <laughs> yeah. he say something like, you know how some people have really nice paint jobs, and, <laughs> and then every once in a while? You like know a, how a new car has that glossy, <laughs> just fresh-painted look to it? Yours, not so much. Not, not so much. So much. But I told him, I said, look, if if you if there's uh, additional work that you deem needs to be done here, please let me know and I will take care of it. And I want to make sure that this looks as good as it did when you left, which, of course, is not possible. It's never going to. <laughs> right. Sure. So, Marty, are you bummed? I mean, are you just going to dump it and, and hang yourself? What's going on? Oh, I'll get over it eventually. Yeah. But now Marty has to go get the paint 
the, the paint fixed on his truck, so he's probably going to be without his truck for a few days right after his vacation. Yeah. I'll take care of that if that's what's necessary. It's better than me driving it. Marty, you wouldn't want me driving the truck to the dealer, right? No, no more. But wait a minute. Hold on a second. This is driving a vehicle. Yeah, it's not, you're not going to the space station. You don't have to get <laughs> some, uh, you know, crystal, lithium crystals for the truck. There's <laughs> not like a bomb with a red and a green wire, and you're supposed to, un- it's a vehicle. It's driving. Too much uh, potential downside there, guys. You don't take a risk on something like this that. This is the beginning of the end for Bean. He's going to just shrink his world more and more where he's going to be afraid. I can't open those doors. There's germs all over the knobs. Who knows what could happen? This is a first. I mean, it's been coming a long time where he's just closing himself off to society more yeah. and more. This is the first when he's literally afraid to drive a vehicle. Plus, then I'd have to leave the property, and that's no good. I think we know. Oh. Marty, whatever you're charging Bean to be his friend, you you <laughs> earn so much more. I could better double it. The yeah, next it's time for a raise. The next time Bean pays you to play tennis with him, you need to charge him double. <laughs> you need to just double it up. All right? Okay. All right. Hey, hey, Marty, are you coming over after the show? Of course. Okay, good, because I need some supplies. Thanks, dude. <laughs> okay, talk to you later. Wow. See ya. Bye-bye. You're the worst friend ever. That would piss me off. Still have to pee, Dave? Oh, my God. More than ever, dude. Yeah. All right. So uh, keep those afros calling. Keep those afros calling? Coming. 363-520-AFRO. Keep those emails coming. OmarIKRQ.com. The other guys, they hate you. They won't read your emails. I read Twitter. And uh, April Foolishness announcement coming on uh, Monday morning on the Kevin Bean Show. So be on the lookout for that. The B Team. Yeah. The B Team. The B-Team. Oh, that's right. The B-Team. Baby! And uh, once we announce the special thing that Kevin and Bean are doing, <gasps> that foolishness, yeah. uh, you b-holes are going to lose your bees. Because it's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It's going to be Price so good. Price of admission. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, okay, uh, bonus track time. It was uh, Psycho Mike Catherwood's birthday uh, this past week, and uh, I got a request for his... Uh, birthday spook song which was uh, pretty funny I like to say for myself but uh, I also dug up a bunch of like uh, Cycle Mike uh, Catherwood drops that are pretty funny I'm a damaged guy which is true yep it's true you want a smoochy smoochy <laughs> I'm just not used to any time where you're not talking oh f*** your face <laughs> F wow. your face was awesome. <laughs> was that on air? No, it was, no. It was in the room. Yeah, oh, yeah. F, oh, F your face <laughs> was all the time. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I miss Mike when he was funny and poor. <laughs> that was uh, after Rich Mike. Rich Mike yeah. Yeah, after Rich Mike. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I cannot listen to this song. Oh, this was actually on the in air. It is not my fault. It is not what I do. It is who I am. This is brand new music. What a dick! Wait, wait, right? was, was that during his? That was uh, his, when he was on the air. He had uh, he had no. It was like a Sunday shift. Oh. He had a Sunday shift. Like a garden, I dig it. Yep. All right, you wanted it. You got it. More brand new K Rock music. Oh right. my god! Did Weatherly say yes? <laughs> what? I love that. What, what did Weatherly say when when Mike was approached? Hey, with... you know Mike's a good looking guy, and you know I gave him the Mike's the name Psycho. So you know, let me throw him on the air on True Sundays. Story, nobody, by the way. nobody's gonna you know listen to Psycho Mike on Sundays but you know I think I'm gonna give him a shot and then he'll turn into something great and it turns out he didn't Zzz. <laughs> oh, <you're dick. laughs> okay so uh, here's his birthday song that I did from Thanks for listening, Beholes. Jazz makes you want to pee more. Uh, <laughs> Happy birthday, Mike. Psycho Mike's birthday. Psycho Mike's birthday. Ooh, Psycho Mike's birthday. Arrogant things are going to happen. <laughs> I like me. I like.
Somebody hit me up on Instagram for that, so I thought it was funny. How do you even remember that you had that? Isn't that weird what people remember and what they kind of like hold on to? Someone hit me up for a podcast from April 28th, 2007. Yeah, it's bizarre. Because the, what's happening or you know, showbiz at the time. Was it showbiz? Whatever. Mm-hmm. The entertainment segment, they played the parental discretion is advised over and over and over again. Oh, that and, one and, was funny, and though. That, yeah, but <laughs> I was like, how do you remember the date in April? that that happened because we've done that a couple of times i don't know you know uh what i find a little troubling is people that listen to a podcast and then they'll take a break from that one particular episode but then they'll go back and re-listen to it you know i mean it's flattering but people do that with the b team so say like some somebody back in the day they listened to episode number five yeah and now we're up to episode 65 it was 67 (laughs) i can't even keep track they will go back and listen to what they already listened to. Yeah, because it's funny. If they enjoyed it, I what's guess. wrong? That's I mean, so that, weird. That's like saying, why would you listen to another song if you just, you know, why would you listen to the same song again? I guess, maybe just because we're not that good. <laughs> <laughs> 